Welcome to No Sleep Till Pizza, a student ministry podcast that helps resource through biblical messages, reviews, interviews, and discussions that are all things student culture. So let's get right to it. And we're going to get into what that word actually means here in a little bit. But as you guys get ready to open up your Bibles, uh, if you jump onto Google right now, I'm not saying do it right now, even though some of you are probably already going to do it. Uh, if you jump onto Google right now and search with the words, what is the meaning of, and stop there, you will get multiple different things that Google will automatically give you a suggestion for. Some of those things may be, uh, what is the meaning of Stonehenge, right? Or what is the meaning of Christmas? Or sadly, you may even get, what is the meaning of the word bay, right? Not B-A-Y, but B-A-E, right? And that's besties for life. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, But there are many different things that Google will automatically assume, hey, you're looking for the meaning for this. But when I actually start, started that phrase, there was a word that automatically popped into your head. And it's actually the most searched phrase on Google. What is the meaning of life? No, not 42. No. So, but somewhere deep inside of all of us, we have this unquenchable desire for purpose. I mean, think about it, don't we? I mean, we we ultimately go, what is my purpose? Even after about a decade and a half of you being here on this planet, you can sense that all of these experiences that you have had, all of this momentum, all of this growth and development, it's got to be headed somewhere, right? I mean, even for how interesting and cyclical things in this world are, I mean, we've got the four seasons where it's this cycle where you start off with spring, and then you go to summer, and then you have fall, and then you have winter, and then you have, and it just keeps going around and around to even where you have the earth that spins at a rotational axis that's just off kilter enough to make sure that we have the correct seasons at the correct times, and that we're just far enough away from the sun that as we rotate it around, and yet there's this cycle that goes from that, but yet There's got to be something that even though there's all this cyclical stuff, that there's got to be a linear linear projection that we're going on as well, that we've got to be headed somewhere. And it's pretty interesting how no matter what, it's got to all be going somewhere, right? It's all got to be leading us towards something. However, even as we seem to have this innate longing to understand our purpose, if we glance around at our society, we become keenly aware that there is a massive lack of purpose amongst our generation. We have more resources, information than any other generation before us. Yet we seem to struggle with grasping with our own meaning and purpose more than any other generation. 
And this is not just a generalization on humanity, but if we are honest, it is a concept that often echoes deep down into the very depths of our own personal hearts. I mean, think about your life right now. Perhaps you have an idea of who you wanted to be as an adult. You might have a career aspiration or a hope for a family one day. But most of us experience a view of the future in very general terms. And even if you are one of the very type A, hyper-organized, and extremely planned out people of the world, you have already experienced or very quickly will experience that as much as you can plan everything out, you've discovered that there are things that will need to be adjusted at some point. All of this gives us a glimpse into the notion that as humans, we have a sense of the concept of purpose in our life. Yet, very rarely do we have a simple answer for the desire that can actually direct and influence our lives. When it comes to the idea of true purpose, we simply find ourselves lacking. So, what are we lacking? What are we lacking? We're lacking telos. Telos, it's a philosophical Greek term for the end, for purpose or goal. See, and in this series that we're going to spend over the next several weeks, we're going to unpack the huge impact of this very small Greek word. But first, I want to define what telos is a bit more clearly. And I want you to understand that, yes, purpose does exist. Friedrich Nietzsche, a very old, long-off, dead German philosopher from a long time ago once said this, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. That may sound like a bit of a, a brain teaser or brain twister, but what Freddie was really getting at was we all need a purpose. We all need a purpose, and we require a why in order to experience real life. And without that why, all of our hows and wheres and even whos seem infinitely meaningless. See, the concept of telos speaks to the intentionality of life. It implies that things are not random or chaotic, but that everything is headed towards something. Telos directs us to the end things. It helps us focus on the why and the eventual finish line. So to begin to dissect this concept, we must start and look back at the very beginning. So grab your Bibles, turn them to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. If you don't have a Bible, we've got some Bibles up here. Hey, Cal will get you. Cal, will grab some Bibles for you. Right there, we got a whole bunch. Raise your hand if you don't have a Bible. Hey, somebody from this side of the room, come over and grab some quickly. You got it? Hey, he's, he's got it. Don't worry about it. He's going to step up and be a man in the lead. 
Hey, be thankful. You got a man leading here. That's good. All right, so turn over to Genesis chapter 1. And once you have Genesis chapter 1, then I want you to hold your finger there, and I want you to also find John chapter 1. Okay? So Genesis 1, and then John chapter 1. John. Good old John. So Genesis 1, 1. Sit down. Golly. Genesis chapter 1, starting and ending in verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. See, it's amazing in Genesis, the beginning of the Bible, as well as the start of human history, we see that God created. Even if we stop there, these five words, in the beginning, God created, should continually keep us in complete awe of our great God. I mean, think about it. Life as we know it, everything that exists, life all started when God created. Genesis continues to outline what he even created, and you should definitely read the rest of it on your own because it is amazing what he does. But we're going to continue there, but skip down to the New Testament where we get to John. Because in the New Testament, with this book in John, we are going to see not just what he created, but we're going to get to the why he actually created. So John chapter one, and we are going to be in verses one through five. And this is how God's word reads. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And then jumping down to verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. See, in John chapter 1, we see some interesting language that can be somewhat confusing. But what tends to open up the mystery of these verses is our understanding that the term word is simply referring to Jesus. Here we see that Jesus was with God in the beginning when God, the Father, created. This tells us two major things about creation. One, Jesus was a part of the process of creation. He got to see the blank canvas of nothingness and had his hand on every single brush stroke 
used to construct the world that we live in today. John tells us that all the things were made through him. I mean, how wild must it have been to walk with Jesus as the disciples did back in the Gospels as Jesus helped make this planet full of people and plants and animals, and now here he was walking among what he had created with his very words. The second thing that it shows us is that Jesus was part of the purpose of creation. As we see in verse 5 and verse 14, Jesus wasn't simply sitting and watching God make something beautiful, beautiful and intricate, but the whole setup of humanity was designed to eventually include Jesus' presence for a very specific purpose, to be a light shining in the dark world, which we're going to get to more on later. So as we can see in God's creation, in our very own existence, that there is purpose. This starts us off with a very important sentence that we can be tempted to doubt, but looking at God's word, we see very clearly that there is an end and a goal. There is telos. So what does telos tell us? You like that, huh? Our first instinct here is to look more closely and lean into it, to see what this says about us. I mean, seriously, if we're honest, our chief concern is not really the meaning of life, is it? No, our primary objective in searching out purpose is to ask the very question, what's the meaning of my life? We're all primarily concerned with the purpose for our own personal telos. What is my meaning? What is my purpose? Think on that for a moment. If you've ever wrestled with purpose or if you've ever struggled with the concept of what we're calling telos, you found yourself on a very personal quest. You have possibly been on a soul-searching adventure to find yourself with the hopes of facing the remainder of your life armed with the meaning behind your very step and actions and somehow rise above the fray of the rest of this purposeless humanity. I can assume this with a very great certain degree of accuracy because, well, we all have felt that way. That's why when we read about the beginning from Genesis and John, it can easily be for us the first identify, it, it can be easy for us to first identify ourselves as the point of creation. Here's the deal. If God went to all the trouble to create galaxies including earth, and then make earth in, to make earth habitable for humans, and then create humans for the sole purpose of allowing Jesus, who is also God, to dwell among us and ultimately go to the cross to die for us, well, it sure seems like we are a massive big deal. 
I mean, really, if we are here on purpose, that makes us special, doesn't it? The short answer to that is, yeah, it does. And that is true. We are not just special. We are very special. But for now, let's look at what this tells us, not about ourselves, but more importantly about God. So what's the point? What's the point? What is so cool about our world is that God created us and everything else, ex nihilo, which is a fancy Latin phrase for saying created out of nothing. What we should see here is that our world exists because God simply willed it to exist. Not because we deserved it or just had to experience life because we're so awesome. We're here because God chose for us to be here. This puts him on a very, very different level than us. Because God is the big deal. Turn your Bibles over to Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11, verses 33 through 36. Oh, the depths of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how unscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For for him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. As Paul describes in his letters to the Roman church, God is all. He rules. He has no equal. He needs no input or suggestions from anyone else. Everything exists because of him, and ultimately it exists for him. Compared to him, we are nothing at all. On top of that, as his creation, we turn our backs on him and claim to be his equal or even to be greater than him. Yet despite our pride and rebellion, he still wants us to have access to intimacy with him for all of eternity. This is where our purpose, our telos, truly begins. Our creation points to God, yet his purpose is wrapped up in us. See, here's what's crazy about our amazing God. As silly as it is for us to think that we are all that, that we are so 
uber important. The one thing and only being who knows how small and helpless we really are is the same being who is madly in love with us and has been chasing us down since the very beginning of time. See, understanding the basis of our relationship with God is the beginning of understanding our purpose, our meaning, our telos. And over the next few weeks, you may be challenged to stretch your view of God. And I want you to understand that's a very good thing. That is what I am trying to do. You also may be tempted, and some of you may be not even tempted, you will doubt him because you already do. You may get wrapped up in the thought that the concept of purpose is for other people, but this really isn't for you. That it's just simply not true. If you're breathing right now, I want you to understand You have purpose. And over the next few weeks, we're going to unpack that purpose in a way that will launch you into the rest of your life with the telos that God has designed for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we we thank you for creating this world. Lord, as it is a reflection of who you are. Lord, as it is a reflection of what you desire, which is a a relationship with us. Lord, that you did not create all of this just for us, that we are not the point, but Lord, that you are the point. We thank you for your love that despite all of what we have done to screw things up, you relentlessly pursue after us to the point of even sending your son to die on the cross for our sins. Lord, I pray over the next weeks as we go through this series that, Lord, these students would be here, that they would be eager to hear the telos that echoes throughout their life. Lord, that they would see the grand design that you have created for your purpose as well. Lord, that there would be a desire, a need for them to be here, to lean in, to know who you are and your character. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The listening and conversation doesn't stop here. We want to hear from you on what you want to hear more of. Keep up with what's going on at Central Students by following us on Instagram and Facebook under Central Students WR. Until next time, God bless.